0: Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM
1: 89.3. Stocks did an abrupt about face overnight. Share prices were down sharply early in the trading session, amid concerns that new waves of COVID-19 infections could derail the economic recovery. But then the U.S. Federal Reserve announced the launch of a new program that should make it easier for companies to borrow money, and share prices rose as a result tech stocks were the biggest gainers the nasdaq climbed nearly one and a half percent the dow and s&p 500 finished higher as well here in asia trading is off to a strong start seoul and tokyo are both trading up around three percent joining me now for all the market action discussion is Ryan Huang. good morning ryan so it looks like father's day is going to be a bigger celebration than uh, initially thought hey
0: yeah so this is going to be good news uh you will Get the chance to dine in at some restaurants. Of course, there will still be some safe distancing measures in place. But overall, it's going to be a welcome of our news for a lot of families. Yeah, for sure. The new number, Group of Five.
1: All right, Ryan, let's get to the Fed and the markets. Uh, we're going to go there in just a bit. But I wanted to start today with a big story on the local scene. Phase two of Singapore's reopening, of course, going to start sooner than expected from this Friday. Retail stores can reopen. We're going to be able to dine out again. Uh, healthcare providers can begin performing medical screenings and offering aesthetic services once again. There are a couple of questions I want to discuss with you about this phase. Uh, Three days is not a lot of time and there are a number of things we know that stores need to do prior to reopening. So it's not as simple as hitting the restart button on the economy and then unlocking doors. Do you think shopping malls and retailers are going to be ready?
0: Yeah, so that's going to be a big question when Friday comes, right? So if you think about it, you need to get your staff back into the rotation, the rosters. And you also need to have the furniture in place to make sure you have the um, safe distance measures in place and how you are going to enforce and make sure there is no crowds at any point of the um, location. Mm. And also, worth noting, Father's Day coming up, so retail stores will be reopening. So if you're looking for a last-minute present, you can maybe get one uh, come Friday. So that's going to be good news as well. Um, But Mm -hmm. otherwise, I think... A lot of people have been thinking about that new normal. A lot of businesses have been trying to adjust to what might be phase two. But this does accelerate those plans. But I think more or less, you have people you know, looking out for that potential turnaround point mm. uh, sometime at end of the month. But but good news, you now have the opportunity to reopen come the end of the week.
1: Now The reopening should be good news for the economy because this comes at a time when unemployment is running even worse than expected. The latest government figures show that total employment shrank by, what, 25,000 jobs in the first quarter of this year. That, unfortunately, is a record drop. Worse than even the 2003 SARS outbreak. So what are analysts saying, Ryan, to you about phase two reopening? Are they anticipating this is going to give the Singapore economy the shot in the arm that it needs?
0: Yeah, so it's going to be a tough one because you have a lot of factors um, playing out so like you mentioned this is the highest in nearly 10 years unemployment rate of 2.4 percent and this is for the first quarter of 2020 what they are looking out for in the coming quarters is actually for things to get worse mm. and you have the likes of um, the the, um, the the forecast you were talking about putting it at around 3.6 percent so that is as, um, as 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 bad as as it might get and this is because you have a couple of Jobs lost to what has been a tough time with COVID-19. So some of those jobs may not come back. You also have um, some parts of of the economy. That will take some time to recover as well. So there will be some from those uh, prospects around the economy. So that is going to be playing out in the um, near quarters to come for 2020 but we might get a bit of a rebound looking at the forecast for the um, outlook for 2021 the private sector economists are seeing a 4.8 percent rebound next year uh, after contracting this year by 5.8 percent so that'll be good news and then if you look at what's going to be happening when um, the stores reopen there might be some revenge spending so that's i'll be doing my (laughs) bit going to be you know something to look out for <laughs> those crowds coming but that that will wane off and then you have to remember we also have the work from home um, rules or guidance still in place so that still takes away some of the demand from some areas especially from the cbd areas so you will not get the same traffic as before uh, also look out for the uh I guess, macroeconomic weakness to creep in at the end of the year once this pent-up demand starts to wane. So that's going to be playing out as well. And of course, the safe distancing measures will also play a part in keeping some people away from the shops.
1: Yeah, and speaking of unemployment, you know, with some workers being sent home, this underscores that different sectors are going to recover at different paces. So not all industries are going to recover at the same time. The construction sector comes to mind for me. And they're expected to face continued pressure with a high number of infections amongst foreign workers, for example. Okay, let's turn now to global markets. The U.S. Federal Reserve is launching a corporate bond buying program. So for the first time, the Fed is going to purchase existing corporate bonds on the open market, not just newly issued debt. Now, help us understand, Ryan, why these bond purchases by the Fed are being cheered by investors, seen as good news for stocks.
0: Yeah, three months ago, you might remember the Fed announcing its plans to go into corporate credit buying. And this involves ETFs, exchange-traded mm. funds. And these funds would cover uh, high-quality bonds as well as junk bonds, but these are ETFs. Now, it's gone a bit further to clarify... Uh, its intentions that you want to go into uh, specific individual corporate bonds. So, this is going to be good news. Uh, it's up to $250 billion. And this will help give a bit of a backstop and give you know, um, companies some backing in terms of credit. So, you will get the backing of the Fed. They will be able to get some of that money to do what they need in terms of business expansion. So that's good news for the fundamentals of the economy. And then you have the Fed buying bonds that brings down the yield of these bonds and fixed income yields going down. It's going to be good news for stocks. When investors are looking at where to put that money, they will be looking at maybe stocks which are more attractive. So that is going to be a bit of a boost for stocks. Uh, So that is why we are seeing um, the Wall Street numbers turn around overnight. So, The Dow at one stage was Mm. down by nearly 700 points and then it made a huge reversal and it closed in the green by 150 points. And looking across Asia, you have markets really rallying so far. It's up by over 3% for Japan, Australia and Korea. And if you look at the futures for the US markets, we are looking out for the Dow to open higher tonight by 200 points. So that is the mood right now, a risk on mood really pervading through the markets.
1: Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate with you right now. Uh, I read a note by Stephen Innes, great quote. He said, It is beyond epic that the Fed continues to monetize infinite amounts of corporate debt. I mean, is there any potential problems you see in terms of who's going to pay all this back?
0: That is the big question down the road. I think people (laughs) will just keep kicking the can (laughs) down the road. road. And (laughs) I I think this is something that's been happening for a long time. Ah. Uh, We've got so many budgets, so many stimulus measures, That comes from somewhere and you have to pay it back one day. So that is something I think not a lot of people are really putting at the top of their table or list right now. So maybe this will be something that will worry them down the road. If you listen
1: closely, you can hear that can going down the road. Can you hear it? Tinkling along? All right, so we've been talking on the program about secondary listings in Hong Kong, Ryan. Companies like NetEase and JD.com raising money in Hong Kong. A headline from CNBC caught my eye this morning. It says that listing immigration from the US to Hong Kong could attract more than half a trillion US dollars to the city. Tell us more.
0: Yeah, there are two factors playing out here. So you've got one the Hang Seng going through a revamp. And what's significant about this revamp is the Hang Seng Index uh, now will be able to include stocks that have a secondary listing. That means they are listed perhaps in the US and have a second listing elsewhere. And previously, these would not be included. But now with this uh, new rule, you might see some stocks flocking into Hong Kong for listing. And then you might also see this uh, being compounded with the fact that There is this ongoing spat between the US and China, with the US putting more scrutiny on Chinese companies listing in the US. So you might see some of that flow going into Hong Kong. And how big is this flow? You've got Jeffries estimating this to be $557 billion worth. And they've outlined a few potential names. At the top of the list, you've got Alibaba, Xiaomi and food delivery giant, Meituan. So these are some of the companies they think might benefit from this inclusion into the Hang Seng Index. Uh, But of course, uh, we'll see if this happens uh, in terms of the investor interest. And dual-class shares, those with dual-class shares will also be able to take part in this benchmark index revamp. So that's something to look out for.
1: Major change ahead for the 50-year old Hang Seng Index. I'm speaking with Ryan Huang this morning. This is Market View. I'm Michelle Martin. Let's turn back to markets right now. How are Singapore shares reacting to news that more businesses can reopen from this Friday, Ryan?
0: Yeah, that's going to be um, big news for local investors. Uh, SGX, or rather STI, has been on a three-day losing streak. Yesterday, it was down by 2.6 percent, and so far, it's more than. Caught Up adds up by 2.7%, recovering from yesterday's losses at 2,685. What will be worth noting are the REITs because you have retail businesses back online. So looking at some of the top REITs making headway in terms of progress, you've got Maple Tree Logistics Trust up by 3.2%. Capital More Trust up by 4.9% and Capital Commercial Trust up by 5.2%. So those are some of the top movers we are looking at, including the local three banks led by OCBC up by 3.8%.
1: Should I stay or should I go? That's what we're talking about next in Influence. But first, thank you very much to Ryan Huang there in Market View.
0: Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available
1: on Google Play or the App Store.